Welcome to the Life Unplugged Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy. And on this short episode, we're just going to talk about the fact that women are winning in this world today. When you see people like Kamala Harris and Michelle Obama doing the things they're doing, women in positions of power, there is something to be said about that, not just for young black girls, but for all women, for all young girls. Because, you know, when I was growing up, we just didn't see that. That wasn't what you saw on television. And of course, there was no Internet that long ago. Um, But you didn't see it. What we did see on TV was people like Florida Evans or Wheezy Jefferson or Edith from All in the Family. They were stay at home moms. They were not in positions of power. The men were in positions of power. When you heard terms like president, vice president, CEO, business owner, you didn't associate that with a woman. That was like rare. And not that it didn't happen. Of course, it just was something that wasn't talked about. And it wasn't like it is today. Later on, we did get TV shows like Martin, where Gina and Pam were marketing executives or living single girlfriends, sex in the city, where you did see successful business women, but it wasn't like it is today. It was still on television, but somewhere along the way, the tide changed. And how did it change? Women have been told no for so long. They've been degraded. They've been just kept out of these circles where they would run businesses for so many years or for those ones that did do it it was kept quiet so young girls didn't know so what happened how how did we get to where we are today through all the no what have women been doing well they've been strengthening themselves how so they've been having children They've been enduring heartache, heartbreak. Some of them have been taking beatings at the hands of men. And some of those mothers that did take beatings, you know what they did? They told their daughters, you don't do it. And even though through the years, maybe some cycles did repeat itself. Eventually, they started to get the point. But they overcome so much. They overcame rape, child molestation, just total denigration from men. And yet they found a way to rise above it and embrace who they are as women and not be ashamed of who they are as women. And it's made them stronger. And that's one of the reasons why we see what we see today. Because they have continued to grind through it behind closed doors when no one could see them. They were working. They were putting in the work. They were educating themselves. They were strengthening themselves. They were managing households, raising children. And most and a lot of times supporting men who didn't care about them. And so they became stronger. And so during this time, what were men doing? Well, men were being men. We were showing up with our male privilege. And I compare 
I say male privilege in comparison to white privilege. So male privilege is the same thing as white privilege. And yes, there is a woman privilege too, but male privilege is the same thing as white privilege. It's showing up and thinking that you're the best person for the job or the best person for the situation just because you're a man, just like white privilege that being white affords you opportunities and situations and, and jobs just simply because you're white. And so we know that's not true and that's not true even for men, but that's what we've been doing. We've been showing up with our male privilege. And I know that in my profession, I'm in construction, plumbing and maintenance. And I know I've showed up at job sites where I've had to interview and I'm six, four, two eighty. And here there's a young lady that might be five, 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 six, 130, 140 pounds, 150 pounds. The foreman's a man. He's thinking of all the pipe that he has to move 10 foot cast iron pipe that has to get moved from one side of the building to the other or up floors. Who's he going to pick? Well, he's, he's looking at me going, well, you're a man, you're big. Let's go. Does that mean that I'm necessarily the best person for the job? Not necessarily. I might be, but not necessarily. So I know even in my mind growing up, when I went into certain situations, I knew I wasn't competing with the women in the room. I was competing with the other men in the room. That's male privilege. And white men have done that too. They showed up at jobs, job interviews, or just situations in life where they're like, I'm not competing with the black men here. I'm not competing with the Asian men here. I'm white. So I'm only competing with the other white men here. And so if you're the only white person there and you're going against a black person, you feel really confident going into that situation. And we see that also with even in situations with the police, but especially in business, they show up and it's just that they're white and that's not good enough. It's not good enough even to show up just as a man. Because what happens is the people that are being told no, the people that are being turned down because of the color of their skin, they're working hard. And I'll give you an example. The NBA. The NBA used to be 100% white. But then all of a sudden we started to get Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain, George Gervin, Dr. J. And eventually what started to happen well, if we look at the NBA now, it's well over 90% black. And really, to be, if you're not black, if a white guy shows up to get an NBA, he better be darn good. So, in comes Larry Bird, Hall of Fame white player, Dirk Nowitzki, Luka Doncic. You don't hear of, really, of white players that are on LeBron James level. So if you are a white person that wants to be an NBA, it's not enough to show up and just be white. That doesn't work anymore. You have to be a Hall of Fame player. Or even if you're not a Hall of Fame player, you have to be very, very good to make an NBA roster. And if you're a white player that's getting any type of significant playing time, you must be very, very good. So it's not enough. So in the same way, while women were being told no, they were in the they were working they were grinding the same way that black men have been being told no for so long so you can't just show up and be white anymore you can't just show up and be a man anymore 
Why? Because now, today, women are on all levels running things. Business, politics, fashion, 40% of all U.S. businesses are run by women. And that number is growing. I even think about even in music and hip hop. It's a male dominated industry. But now when you hear on Eternal Serious Radio, it's female rapper after female rapper after female rapper. But there used to be a time. And if you think about it, I was going to say there used to be a time when, you know, you had to be an amazing female rapper. And, and why? Because when those girls were being told no, when they were being told, when they were being told that they couldn't be in the cipher, when they were being told that they weren't good enough, that ah, nobody wants to hear a girl talk like that or say different things. They were tightening up their skills. The ones that didn't make it were telling the next generation, you can make it. This is what you have to do. So when no one was looking, they were writing. They were working on their cadence. They were coming up with their, how they were going to promote themselves. When basically a guy could just show up and say, yeah, I'm a rapper and could get a deal or could do a show or could make a decent song. And it's not that guys don't make good songs, but you can just show up and just say, Hey, I'm a rapper. But for female artists, it was different. So that's why you hear female artists that are very good and their cadence is very good because they were practicing all that time that they were being told no. And while men were being told, yes, we were getting comfortable. We were getting comfortable just being a man and that's not enough it's not enough in business it's not enough in relationships at home it's not enough to just show up and say oh I'm a man I pay all the bills that's not enough it's not enough because in most cases a decent woman can pay her own bills so what else do you bring to the table what's that thing that you provide for that woman that she can't provide to herself. How are you stimulating her mind? And so that's what we have to think about as men. We have to educate ourselves. We have to understand the women in our lives. We have to support them. We have to help them continue to win. And when we help them to continue to win, we don't need to be jealous about it. We don't need to take it as a a knock against our manhood because they're doing well no we should be looking at it totally different normally when people do have an issue or a jealous jealous feeling about someone else's successes is not about their success it's about their own failures it's about what they didn't do what they didn't get to do what they never finished what project they never finished it's not about that person's success so We don't need to take it that way. As a matter of fact, we should let that drive us to see someone else, to see our, our, the woman in our life succeed. That should drive us to want to succeed. That should, their drive should make us say, I got to get on my game. And it's not a competition, but it's to build something together. And that's what, that's the start of beautiful relationships. When you go into it looking, what can we build together? What can we do together to strengthen our own brand, our own relationship. So as men, we can't just show up. We can't just, just be men. 
that's not enough. It's not enough for a white man to show up and get the job just because he's white. He's competing with the black man in the room, the Asian man, the Latino man, and every other man. And it's not going to be enough for us to show up. And now you can add women to the mix because it's not going to be enough for us to show up and just be a man and say, oh, that woman can't do that job. That's not true. And that doesn't work. Why doesn't it work? Well, again, 40% of all businesses are women owned. So what does that mean? That number is growing. So those women are going to be making a decision about who works for their company, who sits in certain seats, and they don't care if you're a man. They're going to want the best person for for the job. So you know what? Don't just show up white. Don't just show up black. Don't just show up a woman and don't just show up a man. Show up prepared. Thank you for joining me on this short episode of Life Unplugged Podcast. Check me out on Instagram at Life Unplugged underscore podcast. Email me your questions, comments, lifeunpluggedpod at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, share, follow, comment, subscribe. See you guys on the next one. Thank you.